0: Well, let's talk about uh, the National Second Division. Of course, I'm sure you're aware by now that there was a press conference in Sydney held on Monday to confirm the eight foundation clubs that will make up the new national second tier starting in 2025. They are Upia Leichhardt, Avondale, Marconi Stallions, Preston Lions, South Melbourne, Sydney Olympics, Sydney United 58 and the Wollongong Wolves. Uh, Football Australia wants at least two more clubs to make the inaugural season a 10-team competition. It could even be a 12-team league. Uh, it's going to be a full home and away schedule, culminating in a final series. Um, but all the teams are from New South Wales and Victoria. We're going to hear from uh, several of those involved with the successful clubs. And uh, first of all, let's start off uh, with Maurice Lacarta who is the president of the Marconi Stallions, on their return to the National Leagues. Morris, congratulations. Great to see a famous old club, Marconi Stallions, back on the national stage. Mm-hmm. Is this an emotional day for you and the club? It is very emotional. And uh, us, the board at Marconi,
1: we are so excited to be involved in the beer league. Uh, it just reminds me of the days of the NSL. Um, I feel that, that uh, before eight, all the eight teams get together and promote it and market it right, I think we'll get the crowds... Um, it be fantastic. It's, it's, it's a great
0: achievement. So what, what's the focus for you over the next uh, 12, 18 months before the new competition gets uh, underway? I'd imagine there's an awful lot of work to be done. Yeah, there's a lot of work to be done, and uh, we just
1: got to need to start promoting it and make sure we get the whole community behind us. And, um, yeah, we're looking forward. We've got to build it strongly to get the crowd get behind us.
0: Is, is it a financial burden for for Club Marconi? Who I presume I uh, obviously putting up the money. Well, um,
1: it is, but we're, we're looking at sponsors, big sponsors, because mm. we've got a, there's going to be a TV rights, and uh, we've got a lot of sponsors lined up, and um, we everyone's excited about it. All the our members and, and supporters, uh, we're all
0: looking forward to it. Ultimately of course what all football fans would love is promotion and relegation between all the yeah. tiers in Australia. Do you think that's feasible within a short time frame? I think so too. I think it's very important to have um,
1: regulation like you're going to have that. It's very important. It makes it more interesting like other overseas clubs you know, and we need to do that.
0: That's uh, Maurice Lacarta from uh, Marconi Stallions. Uh, your old club, of course, mm. Broski. Uh, they've got the stadium. There's no doubt about that. Can they entice some of the fans back? And can the other clubs do the same? I think they can. Look, it's uh, it's something exciting. It's
2: something new, like uh, like Morris just mentioned there. And I think the people, you know, those clubs still have a lot of members and a lot of people that never really, um, you know, caught on or gravitated towards the A-League. Um, they, they stayed on and whatever reason so I think the fact that these clubs are are coming in will be proud for the clubs exciting for the clubs and and their fans and I think as long as it's done properly I mean the A-League I mentioned before was in a similar situation we needed each club to go out and do what they had to do in communities to get people out there I think these clubs will definitely have to do a lot of that as well because if we're wanting promotion relegation these clubs need to be successful these clubs need to add something to to what the A-League already has so uh, look, I am excited about it. I can't wait to see it. I, I was, Again, with the clubs still to come uh, to make this a truly national second division, uh, I'm excited to see where it goes.
0: Uh, we'll talk about some of those potential other clubs in a moment. Before that, uh, let's hear from another famous old club, the Wollongong Wolves. They're part of the eight as well. And uh, I spoke to their CEO, Strebre Dolofsky. Stradbury, a big day for football in Australia and a big day for the Wollongong Wolves back on the big stage.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, this has been many years in the making, but, um, you know, we're very excited and proud to be one of the eight foundation clubs uh, that have been successful in in this announcement. Um, You know, it's not only a momentous occasion for the club, it's also a momentous occasion for the uh, region. Um, You know, football in Illawarra, everyone knows, in Wollongong. Has a proud history, and um, you know, we've uh, been requested to, you know, get go back up to the dizzy heights of a national competition, and and um, that desire from the community has been there, and uh, we've delivered. Now it's now time for them to, um, you know, come back and support the club that supports the community. It, it
0: seemed from the outside as though it was a very difficult, convoluted process. Was that how it was on the inside?
3: Yeah, look, look, it was very, you know, it took took months and a lot a lot of hard work and uh, to get submissions right and, and, and communication with FFA and a whole host of um, other obstacles but you know we're here now. And um, now we can move forward and, and, and um, work with FAE and, and also the other uh, eight foundation clubs to uh, shape the competition moving forward.
0: Does this help a club like Wollongong to uh, unlock some funding as well for facilities for your stadium? Obviously, you'll play at Wind Stadium, which is a great facility anyway, but uh, training bases, etc., etc.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. That's definitely the um, that's definitely the aim now. You know, we have some. 20,000 participants, and you know, we're, we're quite different to every other club that, um, and, and quite unique that, you know, that they support, that they're fundamentally representing a suburb or a city, but we fundamentally represent a whole region, you know, some 20,000 participants from Helensburg down the far south coast to Beagle out to Picton. So there's a huge catchment area, it's a massive nursery, and, you know, we now we need to take advantage, but you're, you're quite right that, um, you know, all different key stakeholders, which includes governments and all that, got to now come and support us because, you know, Wollongong, third largest city in uh, in New South Wales, um, you know, they've got to listen now.
0: Now, Broski, you're uh, a bit involved with the Wollongong Wolves, of course, and uh, your great mate, David Carney, is the, is the head coach down there. They've got an entire region, as Stradbray Dolofsky said there, to tap into. Mm-hmm. Um, you would imagine they're one of these clubs who will be hopefully going to make a big success of this new competition.
2: Yeah, given what he said there, the amount of people, the amount of juniors, um, I, I I, mean, I thought they were close enough to actually joining the A-League if, um, if the funding and, and if they had the right backing. But, um, look, I think this is a great step for the region and for the club. But I think if you listen, and, and it's hard to, with Srebre, the words, I think he was very kind there. there, there's, there there's been a lot of, um, you know, with the FA and the clubs, it's, it's been... Poorly communicated, I think, up to this point, which is probably why we've only got the eight clubs. So I think that needs to to improve greatly. Otherwise, you can see in the background a lot of frustration from clubs who've been left out, as to not knowing why uh, clubs that haven't put you know the the guarantee in because they don't know enough about the competition. Mm. I feel like a lot more needs to be done. That communication needs to be better, and and it just always seems to be the way when, when we spoke about the grand final decision again, just poorly communicated to to us in the media to pass their message on to the clubs to the fans that has to improve within our entire game i mean morris lucarta spoke about the clubs getting together and wanting to grow this it it starts from the fa if they want to put out a serious um, product that is eventually going to lead to promotion relegation um, it needs to be done properly you know we can't afford clubs not knowing what they're getting into so better communication and, and and uh you know Will greatly improve, I think, where this is heading.
0: Well, Paba Yusup, who's the former chairman of the Melbourne Knights, has has been very public on social media being critical of the process. Now he is no longer, <coughs> excuse me, uh, in that job of, of chairman with the Knights, uh, who of course didn't make uh, the cuts for the eights. He was unwilling, in his own words, to to uh, risk the club and and their future financially, but by making that uh, commitment for the participation fee. Uh, so that there is obviously disquiet amongst a fair few clubs that are not part of it. I know Blacktown City were were somewhat nonplussed that they didn't get to the final stage and couldn't really understand as as to why that uh, they weren't considered. Um, it's is this just a case of sour grapes from some of those clubs, or are they, or are there real justifications for for those complaints? No,
2: I think there's genuine. Um you know, cases for all these clubs, but I think even even the clubs that have gone in again, they're, they're not entirely certain of how this is going to look or what they're getting into. So they're going into it blind. So really, a lot of these clubs, uh, like Pavey Yusuf said, he didn't want to put his club at Melbourne Knights in, into any difficulties, not knowing what was to come. So I think again, if there was a lot more clarity around where this is heading, the the ambition of it, and and the plan, then you'd be willing as as an investor to put your money to it. At the moment, with them being in the dark about a lot of the running and, and how this is going to work, it, it's no wonder a lot of clubs um, you know, were were hesitant to to move forward. So again, I, I just think the communication needs to be needs to be spot on. We we can't mess this up. This is incredibly exciting as to what it can open up for our sport with promotion and relegation. But we can't we can't stuff it up.
0: Okay, well, one Melbourne club that is very much part of the National Second Division is South Melbourne. Uh, I spoke to their president, Nick Mykusis, at the launch. Uh, Nick, congratulations. Uh, South Melbourne, well, back in the big time, I guess you could call it. It's been a long way.
4: It's been uh, 20 years sitting in the NPL Victoria or uh, Victorian state competition from our uh, NSL days. So, uh, yeah, they've been hard. I often refer to them as the dark ages for us and this is very much a renaissance for, for us as a
0: club. I guess people are going to look at this and say, will it work? It's starting off pretty small, only eight clubs, I know FA want to expand that to 10 or 12. Is it financially viable? Uh,
4: it, it certainly is. Our forecasts uh, show that we double our revenue streams uh, in, a, uh, in this environment because we have the platform, uh, a National League platform. Um, so we're pretty confident and I understand that um, we're very close with securing a couple more to get it to at least 10. So I think the uh, I think the model would work.
0: You're not starting until 2025. Um, does that sit easily with you? Does it give you more time to get things in place? It does. If you remember the original timelines, these these announcements were supposed to be a
4: few months ago. So uh, we've lost some time to, to get us ready for 24. I'm much more comfortable with 25. It allows us to achieve our objectives in, in five or six different areas. So, yeah.
0: Now, the, the Holy Grail, of course, is promotion and relegation between the top tier and the National Second Division. How far away do you think that is realistically?
4: So, This is only a personal opinion. I think um, the National Second Division will breathe life into the A-League. I genuinely believe that. And uh, I think it will be in their interest for, for, for the clubs, to, to for the competitions to work closely Together and more aligned, I, I think within a five-year five period.
0: Have you spoken to anybody w- within the A-League uh, competition? Do you know what their reaction to this is? Are they excited? Are they not interested? What's what's their view? Do you no, know? I think it's I
4: think it's uh, growing uh, relevance for them. Uh, certainly, a, a year or two ago, it was just a distant discussion, irrelevant discussion, if you like. But um, no, I think now that you know, we formally made some announcements. I think those 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 discussions will continue and and will develop. Yeah. And does this
0: revitalize your club?
4: Oh, Absolutely it does. It's something we've worked hard toward for uh, a long, long time. We've been unsuccessful in two A League bids. Uh, I actually said publicly that we won't be ever applying for the A League again. Um, the way we have. This is a perfect vehicle for us to. <laughs> double the size of our club and then grow from there.
0: That is uh, Nick Mykousis, the president of South Melbourne. A text from Harry from Newcastle. 0457 736 736 is our number. Uh, Harry says, with how dire the situations have been for poorer A-League teams, uh, my Jets and Mariners come to mind, says, Harry, how is the NST supposed to be sustainable? Well, I mean, Broski, James Johnson and the club administrators uh, administrators are very bullish about uh, the amount they can get out of the next TV deal. Of course, it'll be packaged up with the Socceroos uh, and the Matillas. James Johnson saying he expected a record financial windfall. So, I mean, in many respects, they may be even better off Mm -hmm. Jointly, along with the national teams, of course, than the A League clubs in some respects.
2: Which is what we need. Then we need we need uh, something to, and Nick mentioned there, re- revitalises his club, but also the A League clubs. I mean, if that threat of eventually of going down, and Newcastle Jets, a Mariners, clubs that aren't necessarily pouring in as much money. I mean, do you think they're going to just continue along? There's no repercussions at the moment if they finish last. It doesn't matter. But if there is. And, and that involves going down to a, a lower division, for me, that would just give everybody the kick up the backside needed to to get more out of their clubs, to get more out of this competition. So the sooner we can get this happening, I think everybody needs to realise the better
0: our sport will be. Uh, one more on this before we go to a break. Um, obviously, we've mentioned only New South Wales and Victorian teams in it at the moment. Brisbane United, among the first to put out a statement uh, confirming they are still in the running. Obviously, it's imperative we get... Uh, some more interstate representation outside of the two already in there. Um, Brisbane United and uh, I think Sunshine Coast FC as well appear to have run into a bit of a problem with football Queensland. There are some regulations that uh, stating that if they were to get relegated from a national second division, they would not be allowed to start back in NPL 1. Uh, personally speaking, this is only my opinion, Uh, While I can understand the logic behind that, Football Queensland trying to look after their current members, really there needs to be a bigger picture approach to this. And if Brisbane United's uh, participation in the National Second Division, and they may not get chosen by the FA for whatever reason, I don't know, but if they are chosen and if the FA do want them to be part of this National Second Division, this cannot be an obstacle to their participation. The, the, The tail cannot wag the dog. And the state federations need to be brought into line by the governing body, in my opinion. And and now we see
2: why those calls are there to scrap the state federations because, you know, there can't be any roadblocks. You're right. I mean, there needs to be a natural pyramid for all clubs and and a team getting relegated from the second division cannot go to the lower leagues of their state federations. It's it's crazy. You're right. You said it perfectly there that they need to be pulled into line and everybody needs to see the bigger picture.
0: Uh, Winter competition, Roski, are you happy with that or would you prefer it in summer to align with the A-Leagues?
2: Well, I think eventually the plan is to align it with the A-Leagues, yeah. am I wrong? So look, I think initially to um, to get started, to get the competition, that is still probably a few years away. So I'm happy with it continuing alongside the MPLs as it has been. It, it causes minimal disruption for the clubs, I, I'd imagine. Um, but within a year or two, it needs to move over.
0: Overall, I think it's a good start. It's a small start, but it's a start. And goodness me, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> Bring it on 2025 and let's get this pyramid ultimately connected and get this game moving forward at club level the way it is at international level. Talking of which, after our next break, we'll be talking about some of the big issues around the a back shortly.